0: Hi again, this is Jack Wolf, and I've got a new podcast for you brought to you by JackWolfTrading.com. You can call us also at plus four four two 203 44-203-286-2026. I'm back, and it's Jack Wolf, and I'm going to talk to you about the model. Oh, my goodness, the model. He's referred to it in every podcast and every webinar I've talked to you about this. We've talked about it. We've thought about it. We've alluded to it. And here it finally is the Jack Wolf model. Now, here's the embarrassing part I fell into it. It's an accident. Now, I can live with that because so is penicillin, and so are a lot of huge things in humanity. And not to say that my model is like penicillin, but it makes money consistently. I can rely on this model. If I trade it with discipline to feed my family, not not only to feed my family, to live a really, really good life in great cities all over the world, eat the finest foods, live the life I want to live, if I can do just one thing, follow my model exactly without any variance and continue to do it. That's all you got to do and you can have the same life I have. You can stop having a boss. You can stop answering to some guy who's not nearly as smart as you. You can work the hours that you want to work. That doesn't mean you can work little hours. You have to work a lot of hours. But you can work the hours that you want to work. You can work wherever you want to work. Now, think about this. I have worked for my pajamas for the last 12 years. Think about that again. I'm going to say that again. I have worked in my PJs for the last 12 years. As a matter of fact, I had to get dressed to come to the studio and I wasn't too happy about it. I work from home. My kids see me every day. My wife sees me every day. Notice the enthusiasm was much higher on the kids there. But I get to do what I want to do. Here's how. Okay. Now, I'm going to have a webinar that I hope all of you are going to attend and. That webinar is going to show you the specifics. I'm going to tell you the generalities of the model. And if you're really, really, really sharp, you could probably pick it up yourself. But there will be a webinar that you can find on jackwolftrading.com, which will show you the specifics and how to pick the levels and exactly what to do. But this is it in a nutshell. Okay, so I told you in my last podcast a story about having Uh, Three trades on in three different currencies. I was ten pips away from the profit target. The market whipsawed. I got stopped out, and then the market hit my profit target. Well, I vowed that day to never trade that way again. That I was never going to sit there and hope and pray and uh, grit my teeth and hope and wait for the for my profit target to get hit. I was going to figure out a way where I had minimal risk. And unlimited upside. It's like a perpetual motion machine. It's the holy grail. It's being able to trade without having risk all the time. Only when you're in the market, and then even if you do get stopped out, you can get right back in. So here's what it is. I take. I like the 10 minute t- time chart. Um, there's 15 minute charts. There's hourly charts. There's daily charts. Now, before I get into that a little further, let's talk about that. The longer a trend exists, so if I'm looking at an hourly chart and I see a line across an hourly chart where I can connect the dots, that is going to be far more valuable than if I'm looking at a minute chart. Why? Because that trend has been established for far longer. What would be better? A daily chart. If I break a daily level, that's even better than an hourly level, which is better than a 10-minute level, which is better than a one-minute level, but all work. The significance of which is just greater by the amount of time that level has held. Okay, I hope I don't have to say that again for you because that was a mouthful. The significance of which is better the longer the trend has held. I did that for you. Okay, so here's what we do. Let's say I'm looking at a ten minute chart and I see that uh we'll pick a currency, the great British pound that's been a fun currency of late with brexit and all that um and I see that on the ten minute chart uh well, I'll talk about today thirty one had held, so the market had not broken below thirty one the entire day, so I knew that. If the market broke 31, it was going to go a lot lower. How much lower, I didn't know. 10-minute charts are usually a pretty good indicator of a pretty long term. Because if it's been about, oh, two and a half inches on a 10-minute chart, that's about a day. So that level has held for about a day. Now, it, obviously, that depends on how squinched up you have your charts and, you know, a lot of different things that you'll see on my webinar. But here's the thing. So the market goes 33, 32, 31.5, and then starts going back up. It does it a couple more times, and then I notice that the market has not broken 31. So what do I do? I put a sell stop. Now remember, once I put that sell stop, there's a contingent buy stop right behind it. So I put a sell stop at 30. So when that market hits 30, the object of the game is that it jumps down and goes at least 10, 15 pips so that if my trail is trailing that stop down by a pip, a pip and a half or two pips, that when it finally comes back up at 22, I've sold at 29 and I've bought at 23, seven pips, sweep it into the account. There you go. Now, let's say I'm wrong. Let's say it's not really a level and or, you know, it just the market wasn't feeling it that day and it goes 31, and then it goes against me. Well, then I sell at 30 and I or 29 or whatever the case may be, and I buy it back at 32, and I sweep that into my account. Now, how many times can I lose three and gain seven and still be profitable? Quite, quite a few times. Now, in that case, it's really only two, but the point is, is that I can be wrong more than half the time and still make money. Now, there's more to it. Not only has the market not been below 30 in quite some time, the market hasn't been below 30 on the hourly chart. And, well, the daily chart was just a couple of days. But the market only had been through 30 during a parliamentary vote on Article 50 of Uh, the Prime Minister May's decision whether she was going to go along with Brexit or not, and the market was whipsawing around, and it broke 30 at that time. But that's the last time the market had been below 30. So I took a little bit of my experience, and that's quite a bit of experience, by the way, 25 years in the market, and I said, okay, if the market goes 30, it's going to break. So I put a stop in at 30, 26, 23, and 18. And the market went straight down through all four of them. And so now I'm trailing four different stops all the way down. I buy all of them back at 19. My last one was a half a pip loser. And I made about 23, 24 pips on one trade. So here's the thing it's not just finding that one level, it's if it goes through two, three, four levels at a time, that's where you make the really big money. Now, what happens if you lose? You lose the two or three pips what happens if you win small you make the two or three pips but then there's the the level like today the 31 that when it broke below it broke below 30 it broke, broke below 26 it broke below 23 and it broke below 21 and then when all it went, when the market came back my way i got stopped out on all of it that's the wolf model that's the jack wolf trading model okay now there's another way to look at this and it's kind of how I developed it. Let's turn the whole thing around and let's say you are a normal trader, not Jack Wolf, the disciplined trader. Okay, so if you have any questions up until this point and you need a quick answer, call me plus four four two zero three two eight six twenty twenty six. Hi, Jack Wolf, the disciplined trader, back again, and uh, I'm going to. Take you through this same uh, situation from a different perspective. Before I do that, I'm going to tell you a funny story. There was a, a guy and a squirrel, and he was uh, this, the, the, there was an interviewer. And now you have to suspend disbelief for a minute and imagine squirrels can talk, but that's for another day. So there's the squirrels in the tree, and I don't know if you've ever lived in a city where if you walk up to a squirrel in a tree and the squirrel kind of scampers around and you kind of walk around the tree and you see the squirrel and you can walk all the way around the tree and that squirrel keeps you in his sight. Now, if, you, if the interviewer asks you, did you walk around that squirrel, you can say, yes, I walked all the way around that squirrel. But if you ask the squirrel, he's going to say, "Ah, he never got around me. So, life is about perspective. This is the same trade in a different perspective. If I were long Great British Pound, where would I put my sell stop? Okay, so if I bought the Great British Pound at 31, 35, 45, 75, wherever, or I bought it all the way down, where would I put my sell stop? Well, I would put it below the trend line or below the price action line. I would put it where I thought the market wasn't going to go, or at least hadn't been in some time. So if I put my stop at 30 below this 31 line I'm talking about that I just talked about a minute ago, or let's say I put, I want to give myself a little bit of room because sometimes the market hiccups. I'm going to put my stop at 29 or 28 or 27. Or if I'm really, you know, I really want to make sure I stay in this trade, I might even put it at 24 or 23 or 22. So now remember, the longer the time period, the more significant the trade. If we're talking about an hour uh, uh, bar chart, and this market hasn't been below this level in days, months, or years, you might have stops fifty points down. So so that feeds into the more significant the level, the longer it's been there. Okay. So let's talk about today again. So all the people that were long now today's just 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 a little background before I go into the story again. The 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 sterling had been all the way up at twenty six seventy it's now down at 2540. I don't know where it is right at this moment. I could look at my phone, but it doesn't really matter. It's not pertinent to the story. So here's this level, 31. Market hadn't been below it all day, hadn't been below it for a couple of days. And when it was below it, it was in the whipsaw action during the parliamentary brouhaha of uh, whether or not they were allowed to do Brexit. Um, But so it was a significant level. So if I am a speculator, and I'm going to go long Great British Pound, and you can read about this, and all you got to do is put GBP in Google and hit the news, and you will find 15,000 opinions on where the GBP is going. But what all of them will do is tell you if it goes below 31, it's going to head down towards whatever, whatever they think. Who cares? So what the people that follow this type of trading do is they put their sell stop below 31, whether that be at 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, whatever. What happens when the market hits a bunch of sell stops? Anybody know? Oh, oh, I know. It goes down further. If there's a bunch of sell orders sitting in a certain spot and the market hits it, guess what's going to happen? The market's going to jettison down because there's going to be a bunch of sell orders sitting there, and it's gonna come, may, it may come right back up in your face, but that doesn't matter. Because, why? Because we have our trailing stop already built in. So as far as that market's going to go down, it may hit two, three, four levels of stops. It may only hit one level of stop. It's going to come back up. We're going to get out, take that little bit of profit, scoop it into our account. That's the other way of looking at this model. So when you're picking your levels, you can pick them two different ways. You can pick them as a breakout level or as, put yourself in the mind of a speculative trader, where she would put their stops uh, if they were in the opposite position. So all I'm doing now is putting my entry stop along with their exit stops. And guess what happens? The market blasts through. Now here's when I know I'm doing my model right. When I hit my levels, the market jumps. So I get my 30 fill, the market jumps down to 19. I know I did my job right. Why? Because all of these stops hit, there's no more liquidity, the market jumps down, and then it comes back or it keeps going down. Either way, I'm happy because I've made profit. So, you've been listening to Jack Wolf, the Disciplined Trader, and let me tell you how you can find out what this model is at jackwolftrading.com. Or you can call me at plus four four two zero three two eight six twenty twenty six. Hi, I'm back again. This is Jack Wolf, the Disciplined Trader, and you are finding out about my model. Okay, so let's give you a little history about this model. One thing was for sure. I knew that I was never going to let that happen again to me again—the uh, the irrational exuberant speech or the being ten pips away from my profit target and getting whipsawed out. I know. I knew uh, working without stops wasn't an option. I've done it before. We've all done it before. Uh, we try to hold the stops in our head, right? You know. It was, okay. So if it goes fifteen, I'm gonna buy it goes 15 and you say, okay, I'm going to wait till 16. And then you wait till 17. And I've already talked about this. So we know we can't do that. We have to have stops. So the way this model developed was quite by accident. I knew I didn't want to be in the market all the time. I only wanted to be in the market when the market was moving. So what I did was on the same 30 level, what I did was I put my sell stop At 30, where the market had not been in a while. And I put a buy limit. And what's a buy limit? A buy limit is an order to buy when the market gets down to your price. So lower than your price. A limit is or better, a stop is or worse. And we'll talk about that in future podcasts. That's kind of the intricacies of trading. So for now, what I did to start this model was I would put my sell stop at 30. And I'd put a buy stop at 31 or 30, or buy a buy limit at 31 or 32. I would put a sell stop at 30 and I would put a buy limit at 31 or 32. Now the idea was that the the market would come down to 31 or 32, I would get filled, I'd be long, and I'd only have one pip of risk, and then the market would go up and I'd wait. And I'd just wait. I have one or two pips of risk and and I'd wait and I had a couple problems with that. One problem was, when do I take profit if I'm only risking one pip? The other problem was, do I move the stop up in increments? How do I move the stop up in increments? These are all problems that we've all faced. I know this. I'm one of you. Okay. So the other thing that I noticed was, and and believe me, I bragged to everybody that I finally had figured out the perfect model. The other thing that I had noticed was that when I was wrong, the market just blew through my stop. The market blew down and then came back up and or it blew down and kept going down. Either way, the one thing that I noticed was that this 30 level was more significant than trying to buy ahead of it or behind it. So the level itself was the important part. What happened at the level was the important part. So what I did was I Flipped the script. I decided to enter the market where everybody else was exiting. And I decided to put a a trailing stop right behind it. Therefore, if my if I was wrong, I lost just a little bit. If I was right to a small degree, I won a little bit. And if I was right to a big degree, I would hit one stop, then the next stop, then the next stop. And I'd be short three with three trailing stops. And that's the big winner. And the the key to the game is to not lose. Okay, let me say that again. The key to the game is to not lose. So if you can stick around to trade another day, eventually the market will trade in the manner in which you need it to trade. So. If I keep my losses small, or I keep it break-even, or I stay at a small profit, eventually I'm going to hit one of these levels, and it's going to go. And when it goes, that's when I make the 7, 14, 21-pip trades. Or in matter of gold, $1, $2, $3, $10 trades. The point is I lose small, I win big or in a, put another way i cut my losses and i let my winners ride now everything i've told you and everything i'm going to tell you is in every trading book out there anybody who's anybody who's ever written a book has put these same principles in their print now why are they writing books and not trading why is, are there a million people on the internet claiming to have some expert advisor or some way to trade not doing it themselves? Here's why. Discipline. You must be disciplined to your model. It is very easy to come up with a model and then backtest it and say, hey, this model works if it were, was, was done in the past. See, the great thing about doing something in the past is there's no emotion and there's no variance. So, if you figure out something that would have worked in the past for the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years, that's great, but it means absolutely nothing because you have no emotion in it. You're simply using data. But if you can figure out something where you can take the emotion out of it and stay disciplined to it, you take all the principles from all the books. And all of the experts, they all make sense and they're all in my model. So, what do I do? I take an entry point. I take a trailing stop. I attach them mechanically through my GUI, my GUI. I have no say-so in the matter. Why? Because I take myself out of it. When I enter my enter order, that's it. The trailing stop is attached. I keep the trailing stop the exact same number. I don't change it day to day. I don't change it week to week. I don't change it month to month. I keep it the same. I can't tell you how many people I've taught and said, hey, if you if you changed it to five, you know, you uh, you'd probably make a lot more money. I said, oh, so, 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 go ahead, change it to five, see how, what happens. And they end up losing a lot of money. The point is, is consistency And what's that word again? I keep forgetting. Oh, yeah, discipline. You've got to stay disciplined to your model. If your model isn't working that day, then fine. You walk away. You get up, brush off your pants, go play with the kids. If you don't have kids, go play basketball, go do whatever you want to do. Come back the next day. Is it easy to do that? No, but you must. And you will because you'll make so much money that you won't want to do anything else. Now, why am I up here teaching you how to trade? Why am I doing these podcasts? Because every time I have ever gone out to dinner with my wife and one of her friends, her friend's husband asks me the same question. My broker did this, and is that legal? Or my bank did that, and can they charge me that much? Or, you know, they did this to me, or there was a period about three years ago where someone would say to me, and I would say, wait, 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 one minute, I whisper in my wife's ear, and I'd say, Iraqi dinar, because that was going around. There was a scam about the revaluation of the Iraqi dinar. So am I a humanitarian? No. There's going to be a webcast for you to buy. There's going to be things on this website that you can take advantage of. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to help you through it. But... I'm going to make money doing it as well. I'm going to make money by keep on trading, and I'm going to make money by helping you make money. That's rewarding. It's rewarding to make money, no question. I don't need, this is new for me. I don't need to get into this. I don't need to make podcasts. But helping somebody else who's tried, like like Barry that we interviewed a few podcasts ago, who's tried and tried and tried again and failed and doesn't know why, To help you get into a model where you can consistently make daily profits and large monthly returns, that's gratifying. I'm Jack Wolf, I'm the Disciplined Trader, and I hope to see you again soon.